Welcome to the Golf Show with Jeff Kolpak on 740 The Fan. That's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The Golf Show is presented to you by Michelob Ultra. Also brought to you in part by Fargo Park District Public Golf Courses, Forest Hills Resort, Moorhead Parks, Wildflower Golf Course, and Austin's Golf. Here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? Now, let's head to the first tee. This guy's pretty good. And here's your host, Jeff Kolpak. And this is the first tee. This is the golf show with Jeff Kolpak, presented by Michelob Ultra on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. 740thefan.com is the website. We're coming to you from Arizona, middle of Africa, wherever else it is, 100 degrees around these days. It's unbelievable. But take advantage because we've all golfed in subpar weather. And speaking of, later in the show, we're going to talk to Class B champions, girls and boys, and they have golfed certainly in subpar weather, cold weather, caps, gloves, you name it. The Kindred Girls head coach Mike Polchinski will join us. And a trio, Fargo Grove, uh, the Class B boys champs, Grayson Wetch. And Dan Martinson and Scott Boning will join us uh, later in the show. Before I get to our first guest, by the way, the winner of the Ripstick last week, the 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 golf trainer we gave away was Bruce Nelson. So congratulations to Bruce on winning the Ripstick, and that gives us a good transition to the big stick of Sanford Health. I think you are Joel Vettel, the uh, you are the head of strategic and community partnerships of Sanford Health. To me, that means you're a big stick. You know, I've been called many things in my lifetime, but not uh, a big stick. Never, you never played baseball. No, I. You know, I always tell the story that I didn't. Uh, the best advice I ever got was actually from a baseball coach. Who? Uh, my elementary baseball coach. He, I was in sixth grade, going into seventh, and uh, he was watching me practice baseball. And he came over to me and he goes. Uh, Joel, do you uh, do any other sports? And I said, yeah, I wrestle. He goes, hey, you might want to stick with that. So, uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Best advice I ever got from a coach. So I thought it was great. It, it turned my life around. And, uh, no, I appreciate it. So, and little known fact who that coach was. Yeah. Ed Byer. Ed Byer. Yeah. No way. Legendary, Fast Eddie Byer. Yeah. Legendary baseball He obviously basketball said, coach. don't play basketball either. No, no. He, uh, you know, I always loved him because he, uh, I was the only wrestler Really, in my high school class, we had mm-hmm. a few others, but most of my friends play basketball. Yeah. And so I always tell the story. I, I, I loved Dad. He was a lot of fun for me, mm-hmm. but all, my, all the, my friends that played for him, of course, <laughs> didn't have that same experience, you know, as yeah. a, a growing up. So they were, uh, but yeah, no, it was, uh, I always tell that story because like, at the end of the day, that was, uh, it did. It was, uh, it was a life-changing moment when he told me I wasn't very good at baseball. <laughs> Well, you're not here to talk about your failed career in basketball or baseball, and actually it was pretty good in wrestling. We will certainly give you that. But it's back. The Roger Maris Golf Tournament is back. It, it is no longer just the Celebrity Golf Tournament. It is much more than that. It is Roger Maris All-Star Week, and there's a lot to get to with that. First of all, and Joel, it's back. How good does that feel? You know, I think everybody's ready 
for the a big event, right? We're all ready to get back into that normalcy, and I think this was certainly something that uh, we had a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, family approached us, Mary's family, three years ago. And three said, years hey, ago. Yep. You know, here, here's what we're trying to do. We would like to. We've had this wonderful event with the golf tournament in Fargo for 36 years. It's been, you know, one of those things that's been kind of the diamond uh, in uh, in our crown for the the summer for for a lot of people, and so. Uh, when they came to us and approached us with that idea that let's let's take it to the next level, let's mm-hmm. turn that corner, let's take our father's legacy and take it to where uh, from baseball really to the great work that they're doing at the Roger Maris Cancer Center. That was the kind of the catalyst for it, and from there it's just grown to something that uh, really they set the tone. We try to deliver on that, and we have a week what we feel is the. Uh, there's something for everybody, and that's really what was important. Before we get to the week, and for a tournament to last more than 10 years is pretty amazing. More than 20 is unheard of. More than 30 is just out of this world. But at some point, I'm guessing the family said, okay, if we're going to continue this, let's either do something or forget about it. Because right now, status quo just really isn't working after a while. Yeah, you know, first of all, you got to give just incredible kudos to those folks that have been running that event for over 30 years. That, that committee, uh, the, you know, the community has really embraced it, and, and that's why it had longevity. But you're right, it, it just needed some uh, breath of fresh air, I think, for one. But mm-hmm. I think it just needed to refocus into something bigger and broader, and, and that's really what the family wanted to do. They wanted to take it from really a golf event, which was very meaningful, mm-hmm. to something that really expressed what they felt their father's legacy is. And and what it is is if you look at the great work they're doing at the Cancer Center with his name on it, um, it is it is changing our region and how people are treated for cancer. And there's no better uh, vision for a legacy than changing the lives of people, especially at some of their most down moments. And so we're very proud to be able to partner not only ourselves, but our pr- premier sponsor, Shields, uh, which is another legendary group in, yeah. in our community, mm-hmm. uh, and just say, let's let's do it, and let's do it right. So we have a week plan that's uh, that, again, it includes so many different aspects from youth clinics that are designed to kind of bring Roger's spirit of competition out uh, to a wonderful down or uh, an event on Thursday nights. It's a community event that is uh, big, broad. Uh, it's going to be entertaining down in Island Park, one that uh, I think people will really love. They come down, they're going to experience something they haven't experienced there before. We have the Red Hawks baseball game, which is going to be a throwback game, which, again, how cool is that? We're going to have those all the players dressed in, in jerseys that are, were designed for the 1950s. Are they going to be baggy and wool? Oh, we're going to make them wear wool. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. It's going to be 100. Why wouldn't you yeah. want to wear wool? Uh, no, we're, we, we went with a different fabric, but they are going to be they're a cool design. Uh, we'll unveil those on Monday, and it's going to be an incredible uh, night of uh, baseball out there. We also have um, a wonderful end of that kind of uh, baseball, a youth baseball tournament that's going to take place uh, Friday through Sunday. Again, uh, we'll have over almost 40 teams uh, throughout the region coming together to play in the Roger Maris uh, youth baseball tournament. And and as you mentioned earlier, I mean, baseball uh, was what really set Roger's name um, mm-hmm. as a celebrity in, a, in our community. But I think it's bigger than that. And Fargo Youth Baseball has really embraced his mission. And so we're going to we're excited for that event. And again, we're going to have a number of other things sprinkled within there uh, that are just going to take and really show that, again, if you jump on our website, you'll see rogermarisweek.com, there is something for everybody. And just check it out, and you're going to find something you or your family is going to enjoy. 
Joel Vettel is the head of strategic and community partnerships for Sanford Health. Joins us on the golf show. This is Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan. You know, I grew up in Fargo. I, I played baseball on Roger Maris Drive. I played in the Roger Maris um, uh, Youth Baseball League. Played Legion Baseball below the Roger Maris Gardens. You know, Roger, Roger, Roger. But that was all baseball. And I, I think I, I see your point here because – he, it's 61. It's still the record to a lot of people around. Is it still the record to a lot of people? I, I, I think, you know, again, not being Is that a, a base, focus? I think a lot of people still see him as the true champion. Yes. And, yeah. and I, you know, and again, right or wrong, that is in the minds of many people, that is the right thing to do. And so regardless of that, and I always say this, um, mm. the legacy that he's leaving, I think even from from. Every almost generations for for really four decades, um, that is so impactful because people, even kids that we talk to, they're like, well, some of them are like, we don't know who Roger Maris is, mm-hmm. but we've heard of him. Yeah. And I think uh, as adults, we recognize that that his death, mm-hmm. um, as tragic as it was, yeah. it really built a legacy in our community that's much broader than he would have, even if he was maybe still alive. You know, it's interesting. Um, a, a few years ago, when in, during Legion baseball, during Roger Maris night, the Maris family was down on the field. Fargo Legion and my son was playing for the team was playing Grand Forks, and Kevin Maris walked by the Grand Forks dugout and said, "Okay, who knows Roger Maris?" And they all they all rose their hand. Who had heard of him? Yeah. You know, and and that was a long time. I'm a writer. I'm not a math guy, but 1961. How many years ago that? That's yeah. 60. You know, plus years. 60 yeah. plus years. Thank you for that. So the uh, the legacy is there, and I I think we need to obviously keep embracing that legacy. When discussions started on this to to expand it, was it a week? Was it a year? How did how did that all get going? You started with a conversation, and then as I said, uh, the mayor's family approached us, and really from there uh, we took it and said, okay, let's do some interviews. Let's talk to people that really mm-hmm. have a you know have been a part of this for years. So we talked to the golf committee. We talked to people at the cancer center and really got their opinion. We worked with uh, the family very closely and said, what is what is the goal of this week for you? And, and we got everybody's input. And then we said, okay, we'll build a week. We'll build a calendar. And that's really where it came from. And it really started in those different areas. Let's you know, he, youth was very important to him, yep. uh, obviously. And so we designed youth sports clinics because it's a logical thing to do. And, mm-hmm. and everybody went, that, that's perfect. And, and so we started there. Then we went and, and went into different aspects, of, such as the throwback baseball game. Because, again, mm-hmm. his connection to the baseball community was so strong. The Fargo Youth th- Tournament, uh, again, youth is very important. But more importantly, the level of – he loved competition. He was a competitive guy, yeah. and a lot of people, if you ask him, he, he competed at everything and whether, whatever he did, and so I think that was important to have some level of competition within the week, and so we built it around that. We also recognized that we, we love to bring in people that are connected to uh, Sanford, but all, more importantly right. to Fargo, and so we're bringing in some great celebrities that, are, that have a connection, right? Chad Greenway, who has given back to our community. Yeah. We have uh, Chad's Locker, which is a... Uh, is a dedication he made to the Sanford uh, uh, Children's uh, Hospital here in Fargo. Uh, so we'll have Chad Greenway because he has a connection here. Uh, Brock Lesnar's coming in for, for mm-hmm. some time, and he's going to spend some time at the youth clinics because he has a connection to Sanford, and he also has a connection to Fargo. And so that's 
where we felt it was important to bring in celebrities this year. It's a it's kind of a different year with celebrities just because of COVID. But we brought in people that were important. Gigi Marvin, another one, a uh, local person that really has done well. Uh, you can't Olympian. even yeah, yeah Olympian, uh, and she's coming in to celebrate this week. Uh, Matt Cullen, who yeah. you he makes every other male in this community look bad because <laughs> he is so good, such a great guy. Uh, he's a little athletic, and uh, and he, he he ain't bad looking either. So I think he's got it all covered. So we don't have a chance. He but. makes me look worse than you. I know that. <laughs> so again, that's that's what it's about this week. It's about community. It's about involvement. It's about telling stories and the most important thing is it's really highlighting and lifting up the great work they're doing at the cancer center but also highlighting some of those stories about you know the Mm -hmm. survivors that have gone through this journey but more importantly also lifting up those that didn't survive and saying you know what we're in this together and we need to make it continue to make uh, this a focus of our community roger is a great football player too by the way we're going to take a break this is jeff kopak joel vettel is the guest in studio this is a golf show coming to you from krk marine and power sports studios we're going to take a break back after this Welcome back. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the golf show on the fan at 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. Joel Vettel is a head of strategic and community partnerships for Sanford Health. The Roger Maris All-Star Week is back bigger than ever. It's no longer just a celebrity golf tournament. Before I get into the schedule, and I'm going to talk to this about the schedule here in a second, how did the committee re- receive this? You know, the committee that's put on it all this year, that just put on the celebrity golf tournament, I'm guessing they were pretty receptive, like, yeah, maybe we need to do something a little more than this, too. You know, they've been wonderful, absolutely positively wonderful. Um, you know, we've we had a just incredible uh, chairman for their committee the last couple of years, uh, Jerry Rosted, who mm-hmm. uh, has led that group for a couple of years, and he really just embraced it, um, along with uh, other members, Dave Ekman, another one that just they've been. We couldn't have done this without them. Their input, their level of involvement's been incredible, and you're right, they've embraced it. The entire committee has been great, and we just wanted to, you know, again, honor the history of this event, but more importantly, honor the people that have been kind of the, you know, they've lifted this event up and carried on their shoulders for years. So we we love the fact that they they are doing this journey now uh, going forward with us. Um, and so we have not, we didn't dissolve the committee. We made them, we told right. them very clearly, we need you. Yeah. And they've been great. And so we're very proud of that. We've also been very impressed with uh, the golf pros that we've been involved with. Um, you know, Rose Creek, Osgood, both courses, just, uh, you can't say enough about Matt and Lisa. They're just incredible professionals. Uh, but more importantly, they get the mission of what we're trying to do. So again, from top to bottom, we've been very, very happy with the transition. And we know there's, there's going to be a few bumps in the road because there always is. But uh, at the end of the day, we're going to get the job done. It's going to be an amazing event at both courses. Yeah, the tournament, uh, the actual tournament, the one day is next Thursday, June 17th. There's 745 and 115 tee times at Rose Creek. That's t- the traditional part of the tournament. Is it six sums or five sums or four sums? Where are we at? We, you know, it used to be uh, it used six. Used to be sums. six, yeah. yeah. And I think when we did some uh, kind of uh, like nine hours, <laughs> <laughs> that was really the thing. We we talked to folks and they were like, "Gosh, we got to do the six sums because you know everybody expects that." Yeah. And we did some, you know, we just talked to some folks and we yeah. did some polling and people were like, "No, we'd much rather go to four sums because it allows it to be a little bit quicker." And I mm-hmm. think you know when you're spending six, seven, eight hours sometimes out there on a yeah. golf course, it can be 
be along. So, yeah, we're doing some unique things we haven't done in the past. Uh, we're having four of some. We're do, utilizing uh, electronic scoring okay. um, for the 18-hole option, which is going to be new, and that'll be a lot of fun. And, and then I think the other part is there's going to be some different aspects of hospitality out there that people haven't seen before, and mm-hmm. and I think they'll be excited about. But we've, we've kept a lot of the core to that 18 but the nine and the, the Osgood, Osgood, oh tournament. my gosh, yeah. you know, Lisa's so incredible and she's so imaginative. And when she puts on an event out at Osgood, we, you just kind of say, here's what we want to do. And she just turns it into something marvelous. And so we've done that. She's again, unbelievable. So we're expecting some big things out there. We've got, uh, we've got some, still some openings at both courses for, uh, for if people want to jump in, but they're filling up fast, so jump in if you can. How but, do they register? Uh, just go to rogermarisweek.com, and you can register right there. And, and I think it's the other part with the foursomes. I think, let's face it, it's not easy to find five people that want to golf, especially guys like us. No, nobody wants especially to golf with, with you. Yeah, I, nobody wants to golf with me <laughs> to find five people to go golfing with me. It's a lot easier to find three, but it, it's going to be cool. But go to rogermarisweek.com. Registration takes you about two seconds. Uh, click on a couple of spots, and you're you're in. And so... We're excited. Like I said, we're going to have some celebrities out there, so you uh, you never know who's going to hit a ball at you. Um, we'll have the family out there. So, uh, and I've seen Roger Maris Jr. swing; it's not that good either. So, uh, watch out for some of his flank balls. But uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're just uh, we're excited because it's going to be a great event, and it looks like our weather maybe a little hot, but yep. uh, otherwise should be a great day. I got Tom Hoagie, Amy Olson, and David Schultz playing with me. Is that okay? Oh, my gosh. No, you kidding. always bring ringers. That's <laughs> the way you do it. <laughs> just anyway, uh, Monday, June 14th is the start of the clinics. I'm not going to name all the youth clinics, but please look it up at the uh, website, rogermarisweek.com, right? That is rogermarisweek.com. Yep. There's football. There's baseball. There's soccer. They're all free. They're all free, I, I may add. And that's, that's for, for youth clinics today to be free is, is pretty cool. Did I mention soccer, hockey? Hockey's on uh, Friday, June 18th. I'm guessing a Cullen might show up at hockey. They're just throwing us jab out there. Well, here's the deal: we might have more Olympian yeah. and NHL players at that that clinic over in Moorhead on Friday than they have at an NHL game uh, at any given time. As somebody <laughs> who had two boys in hockey, it's a free clinic in hockey. Hockey, ladies and gentlemen, take advantage. My goodness. Well, and, and also we will have some uh, celebrities stopping by some of our other clinics. So okay. uh, I've heard there's rumors uh, maybe Wednesday we might have uh, a large individual from Canada coming in. Uh, so if you are uh, happen to jump on a Wednesday clinic, well, you might see a, a, a UFC WWE guy so, yeah. uh, swing in there. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have celebrities that kind of stopping by throughout the week. Uh, you know, Mayor's families will be present at all the clinics, uh, so that'll mm-hmm. be cool. And so, yeah, and and you might have, I think you mentioned maybe a little bit they're free. Um, uh, yeah. But, yeah, we, we designed that purposely. We right. really said... Uh, what is the obstacle for kids getting to these clinics? And there, we know there's a segment of the population that just can't afford them. And mm-hmm. but more importantly, transportation. Get there. Yeah. Get there. Yeah. So what we did is actually as poor, as part of this, we partnered with the Fargo Police Department officer uh, Bloom. He is actually arranging for uh, about 40 kids that he has handpicked from these types of groups that are, just don't have this normal opportunity, and he's going to get them there. And we reserve wow. spots at these. So we're going to have those kids that, again, would never have this opportunity. They're going to be at a couple of our clinics, and they're, I, I can just, you know what, it's all worth it when you watch the smiles on those kids' faces as they uh, run around and do something they haven't done before. I remember when I was in college, I went to one of the early Roger Maris tournaments and, and saw Bob Casas interview somebody 
and was marveled by it. this guy never says ah i'm just so smooth i go wow to see him in person whitey herzog everybody was just uh, you know whitey ford yogi berra i mean but that generation's moved on yeah. Un- unfortunately that's his life and so this is the new generation yeah. of the way to do things. Yeah, yeah. So. it's like I said. It, it just I think this week is going to embrace a lot of different aspects. But I think that we just have talked a lot about just including everyone, and we know that. Let's face facts. The the old standard, it was kind of an elitist group that went yes. out and golfed in that tournament. Yep. That, that was just the, the perception. And it wasn't anybody tried to do it, just that's what the perception was. So we purposely went out and said, well, how can we make this more about community? And, and, I, and again, there's nothing better than taking youth and exposing them to things like, uh, you know, again, competition, but more importantly, teamwork, more importantly than that, mm-hmm. the, commu- you know, the community aspect of life. And so we're just very proud of it, and we're, we're excited for the entire week. And Kyle Emanuel, former Bison player and, and pro football player, is going to be there. Can you play golf? Can these people play golf? You know, what I've found, in, and again, traditionally this is why, because I'm not very I athletic. I should say play well. <laughs> yes. Well, if you're really athletic like these guys have to be to yeah. be at that level of football, basketball, hockey, whatever it is, they're traditionally they transition to other sports. Um, I, I never, I, like I said, I'm not a good athlete, so I haven't transitioned to any other sport other than wrestling for my uh, abilities. But I, these guys, to watch them, uh, like I said, Chad Greenway, I've seen him. He he can golf. He's pretty good. Um, Kyle Emanuel, I've understand he's pretty good. Uh, the only one on there that just doesn't golf is yeah Brock. Brock. We won't is be too big. Him. I just yeah that. I think his exact words to me when I asked him about the golf tournament, he goes golf. Golf's dumb. Well, I look at Charles Barkley. You know, here's this great athlete, and he golfs like like he's never golfed before. Literally, I mean, it's just amazing. But that's just the way it is. Joel, thank you. Congratulations on, on really taking this next level. Roger Maris All-Star Week begins June 14th on Monday. The tournament's Thursday at Rose Creek and Osgood. Two different options. Roger Maris Summer Night, Thursday night at Island Park. Are you singing? Uh, you know what? I would never expose anybody to that level of pain okay, by making me you. sing. So, yeah, yeah no way it's going to happen. This is the Golf Show. This is Jeff Kopak. We'll be back with the high school champs. Stay with us. Welcome back. This is the Golf Show. This is Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. 740thefan.com is the website. Coming to you live from KRK Marine and Power Sports Studios. Thanks again for Joel Vettel on Roger Maris All-Star Week. Partake, something for everybody, like Joel said, and it's really good stuff. Well, we're setting a record, at least uh, uh, for most people in a studio this season for the golf show. The Fargo Grove boys um, last week went on a nice run and claimed the team championship in North Dakota, defeating Kindred, which, oh, by the way, is a pretty good team, too. Joined in studio by head coach Dan Martinson and a couple players, Grayson Wetch and Scott Baining. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Congratulations. Uh, Coach, I'm going to start with you. Uh, This team, what was it about it that you thought had a chance to make a run? Well, we started out the year. We had uh, four returning letter winners uh, from the 2019 season. Of course, Mm -hmm. we didn't get to play last year. And and at that point, they were uh, sophomores and freshmen, two sophomores, two freshmen. And we we, uh, were runners-up in state that year. 
So we thought we had a pretty good shot in, in mm-hmm. 20, and we didn't get to do that. So coming into this year with seniors and juniors, uh, they were I knew they were going to be pretty solid. Grayson, uh, you won last year in the in the tournament uh, out in the in the western part of the state. That was the unofficial, I guess, state championship. You're the individual champ. What was it about this year that gave you some pretty good promise that uh, you're going to do it when it counted? Um, well, I'd just been practicing a lot um, mm-hmm. leading up to that tournament last year, and then just really never stopped um, coming into this year. And then we had some good practice leading up to the start of the season, and then from there, just it all kind of fell into place. Scott, not playing last year, a little add a little incentive to this year. What was the, the feeling there? Uh, you know, like Grayson said, it was awesome to be able to get out and practice and just get used to everything, and, and we were fortunate to be able to go up to Carrington a little bit. And uh, just being there with the team and playing was, was awesome, and it meant a lot. What is it about um, w- when you don't have something, did, and I'll let either, either of you guys answer this, did you understand you can't take it for granted all the time, Grayson? Uh, yeah, I think so, because, like, Last year, I feel like we kind of got it robbed away from us. I feel like we would have had a really good shot at winning. And um, this year, we just, I kind of felt bad for, I guess we didn't have any seniors last year, but we had people that didn't return, and mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad for them. But, I mean, we got to still we got to still go out and do it. So, But you still got to play last year, and that was a pretty experience. And the people that put that on, uh, kudos to them during a pandemic for, yeah, for doing awesome. something. When you go back and look at that, what, what comes to mind? Um, just how they were able to make it work um, with everything going on back then, uh, like with the times on the driving range and the putting green and all that stuff. It was just they did a really good job. Both of you guys are seniors, and you've gone through graduation. Scott, what was it like graduating with people next to you rather than looking at on a virtual thing like we saw last year? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it felt kind of weird right away, but... Uh, very grateful we had the opportunity to, and it was just awesome, yeah. What are your future plans, Grayson? Uh, I'm going up to UND to study business management, and then I'm going to play golf there, too. Okay. Scott? Uh, my plan is to go to Concordia and play okay. golf. Okay, play golf there. Yeah. A couple good programs. You know, uh, Dan, when and I've talked to NDSU coaches about this, that they love having golfers and recruits from the upper Midwest because they've been through these kind of circumstances and weather. Uh, what have you seen about your team and golfers in, in general? How do they handle the weather up here? Well, uh, you know, all golfers that play our season in the spring have to have to be ready for anything. And, uh, you know, we started out this season, got outside really quickly because it was nice. It was nice, yeah. And by the time the season started rolling around, it was, you know, in the 30s. So these guys had to play in with many layers on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're out there, not only during the tournaments, but in practice every day. So they get used to that, and, and by the end of the year, um, you know, they're they're playing in 80s and 90s. So they have to endure. They're, they're battle-tested and hardened, no doubt. Fargo Grove, the Class B Boys Champion of 2021, is the guest on the golf show. This is Jeff Kopak coming to you from KRK Marine and Power Sports Studios. Boys, uh, give me your worst weather uh, nightmare playing golf. If there is one, Grayson, um, I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to the hot. Also, okay. So, uh, but I guess for a cold weather one, our first meet this year was in uh, up at Kingswalk in Grand Forks, yep. and it was about 40 degrees, 45 degrees, and then 
after we got done with the front nine, it started to rain, and then the wind started to pick up, so that was pretty miserable. Everything but snow. Yeah, basically. Yeah. If it was about 10 degrees cooler, it probably would have snowed. Scott, does, it, does that uh, ring a bell? Yeah, I remember that. Um, for me, I'm not a huge fan of playing in the heat either, uh, but but the first meet was, was very cold, and playing in a lot of wind is difficult, especially when it's 40 degrees, feels like 35 or, or whatever it was that day. But. Yep. So you go up to Carrington, you're playing at Crossroads Golf Club. Obviously, Kindred, which won the state title two years ago, is that a rival? Is it a friendly rival? You guys, when you see the blue and white, do you kind of pay attention, either of you? Yeah, we definitely know that uh, they're the ones they're the ones to beat. So mm-hmm. they've done it for the last how many years? And, uh, yeah, it was really nice just to finally get it done. Scott, is there a motivational factor when when, you, when you're chasing somebody like that and to uh, try to overtake them? Yeah, you know they're a good team, and and we felt like we had a good team this year, and it was it was a good battle, and and yeah, we just had a great time as a team, and we're fortunate enough to be able to go out there and win, and it really meant a lot. So, Dan, coaching something like, do you coach to that catching another team, or how do you handle facing when there's when there's another team that's right with you? Yeah. You do. I mean, you, you try and get out and get these guys and get them motivated. And, and we're extremely lucky that our Region 2 is is very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some good teams, some great players. So every time these guys go out to a tournament, if they don't bring it, they're not going to win. So, uh, and that's whether it's Kindred or whether it's Hillsborough or, or Central Cass or Mayville, they, they all have good teams and good players. So, and uh, they get used to playing with them, but they know that they gotta they gotta play well. What kind of improvement, Dan, have you seen with the, with these kids uh, over the last three four years? I, I'm guessing I'm guessing you guys didn't shoot 73 all the time. <laughs> no, uh, you know they they worked hard. I mean, both of these gentlemen, uh, Grayson's been on varsity since seventh grade, and and Scott's been on varsity since eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've been through the battles, and, and but they work at it so so much. And, uh, um, you know, we have some younger kids that are coming in. They're, they're uh, following them right up and, and taking their lead, you know, for what, what they need to do to be successful. And, and I think that combination along with, I guess, a, you know, Kind of a the fifth player that came in just for one year this year and, mm-hmm. and kind of glued everything together and played well. Um, they all gelled and and they see what it takes to to be successful. Boys, I'm curious. Do you pick up the sticks at all in the winter? Do you find a simulator somewhere, or do you? Uh, I, I know you play hockey, right, Grayson? Yep. Um. Yeah, I try to at least at least once a week for me. I don't know. Okay. Uh, we're both members at the country club fargo country club and they have simulators that they set up that you can you can go pretty much any time and just hit some balls watch what the ball's doing scott playing at the country club that's not easy how does that help you playing you, you're not playing you know el zago uh, every every week you're playing a, a pretty tough course with pretty tough greens how has that helped you over the years yeah, you know, that's been a big help. Um, it's a very tough course, and, and the practice facilities there are great, and I think it really just prepares you to play anywhere, honestly, with how fast the greens can get and, and just how tough the course can play sometimes. Where do you practice? Uh, we we practice uh, either at Rose Creek or, you know, I was lucky enough to, my varsity, my eight varsity players, five of them were members at country club so we got out got nice. to go out there a lot they're right. very accommodating yep and uh, so that that is the place to practice is this sure. your first state title dan 
It is not. It is not. Okay. What else? Yeah. Well, well, I coached the girls at Oak Grove for 10 years. Okay. And uh, fortunate enough to win a state title the last year I coached, the, coached them. So, yeah. So, you know, it's a second. Yeah. Uh, what drives you to do this in coaching? I, winning's great, but what else is there? It's it's all about the kids. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And and I've done this. I you know we we basically started the girls program that first year, and and uh, it was a group of girls, and one of them was my oldest daughter, and and I'd coach them in basketball and those kind of things, and. She came and told me, hey, Dad, we're going to try and start a girls' golf program at Oak Grove. And I said, great. And she said, but you're not coaching us. <laughs> and I said, well, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. And about a day or two later, she came and she goes, Dad, you know, we want to start this girls' golf program. I said, yeah. She goes, can you, can you coach us? <laughs> and I went, what's going on? She goes, well, they said we can do it, but we got to get a volunteer to coach. And uh, uh, since then, it, it's just been one of those things that I, you know, um, I just think it's the right thing to do. I want to be around the kids, and mm-hmm. so I've pr- pretty much volunteered ever since then for that coaching job. Do you have good golf bags? You know, I, I see, like, good swag, right? Isn't that important? I see in the courses all these kids with their college and high school bags. Yeah, we have we have good golf bags. That's, isn't that big? Yeah, <laughs> Am I and wrong on this? I, I think Scott and I missed the year. I think Dan said they're getting they're getting new ones next year. Oh, he just missed out. But, no, we've, oh, yeah. we've, uh, we've, had, we've had good bags. Okay, Concordia. Have you have you checked it out? UND Concordia, the good I th- stuff. I think UND has the same golf bag, just different colors. All right. I think uh, same for Concordia. Yeah, one of my friends I play golf with has the Concordia bag, and they look very similar. Grayson, now you're honing in on one sport. Will that make a difference for you? Um, maybe a little bit. I'll have a little bit more time to focus on golf during the winter, just because I don't have hockey practice every single day. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm super pumped to go up to UND and just <laughs> just get it going. Scott, we'll look forward to uh, MIAC, huh? That's some good competition there. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be able to play there. What 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 is it about the program that that led you to to sign on there? Uh, you know, I've had a a couple of friends go to Concordia mm-hmm. who said they really liked it, and and I've talked with the coach a little bit, and it really just seemed like a good fit uh, for everything, and. Um, Excited awesome. to be able to go play there. Awesome. So, yeah. Dan, final word on this team. What do you What do you say about them? Um, you know, they as a team, it, it was a team effort. Mm-hmm. It really was, and and they worked hard. They had goals going into the year, and uh, they really stuck to them. And they weren't individual goals; they were team goals. Yeah. And uh, they'd go out and they'd practice, and they, they held each other accountable. Um, during the round, if one of them wasn't playing, every I, I told a story that, you know, probably the most proud I'd be is during a round, mm-hmm. as they were growing, if they got close to each other, they'd always go talk. And how you doing, you know, or I'm not doing well, so you better pick it up because we need you, you <laughs> yeah, know, those right. kind of things. So yep. it really was a team effort, and they, they made it that way, and, and they were successful because of it. That's head coach Dan Martinson, Scott Baining, Grayson Wetch. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank That's you. good stuff. This is Jeff Kopak. This is Golf Show. Back with the Kindred Girls right after this. Did you hit it twice? Did you hit it twice? And we are back. This is the Golf Show. This is Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan, 107.3 FM, 740thefan.com. 
really have some great players in the area, great high school players at the Class A level and certainly the Class B level. Thanks again for the Class B champs, uh, the boys, Fargo Grove, for joining us. Also a great year for the Class B girls champs for right down south, Kindred. The Vikings uh, won the um, won the state title earlier this week in pretty convincing fashion. And uh, to help us uh, explain a little more on how it was done, head coach Mike Polchinski joins us on the KRK Marine and Power Sports Studios. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Well, Mike, you had some players. Let's uh, start with there. And, um, you know, how'd you get it done? Well, it never hurts to have an Avery Bartels on your team. Uh, <laughs> yep. Ninth has five under through 30 holes. She kind of coasted in to get the state championship. Uh, awesome player. Just a uh, uh, great head on her shoulder. She's cool, keeps her composure out there, does not play like a ninth grader, that's for sure. Yep. Well, and I'm, then... Uh, let me start with Avery. Mike, I'm going to start with Avery. I'm sorry. First of all, she ended one of the great streaks in, in, in North Dakota high school history. Emily St. Aubin had won, like, what, four in a row up until this year. Uh, that's no small feat. So uh, describe Avery's composure in, in taking down a, you know, a, a veteran champ like that. Yeah, she really wanted a shot at Emily because, uh, you know, obviously with COVID we missed last year, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a pretty good match when Avery was a seventh grader. And uh, I liked her chances. I mean, Avery is such a competitor, and she knew this was her last chance to go head-to-head with her. And, uh, boy, she once she got paired with Emily, she just had to pedal down the whole way and didn't let up. <laughs> well, and she's a freshman. That, that's, that's uncanny for a freshman. What is it about her mentality? Well, you know, Avery plays a lot of the summer league. She does the Minnesota PGA. She plays so many tournaments. I think uh, the venue didn't really scare her. I mean, she's been in those big situations before. Mm-hmm. So even at her age, being a young player, she's she's been there, done that. She's uh, played a lot of events. And she works with John Dahl over at Oxbow. I can't uh, take credit for the swing, that's for sure. But she works with <laughs> yeah. John a lot. And she, uh, I kind of help her with the course management, things like that. Yeah. But boy, when she's uh, she's out on the course, she's got that swing so dialed in. She's uh, you know just I, I don't think the pressure gets to her. Uh, so as you mentioned, you had other players. She didn't do it alone. Who 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 was the um, um, who else did the job? Boy, Kayla Kayla Hoyme, She was a junior and she came with the seventy nine. That was a personal best day one, and she tripled her last hole to shoot eighty two. The last day, otherwise she's been in the seventies both days. But seventy nine eighty two was fantastic for her. Mm-hmm. Like I say, seventy nine being her best. And then we have Charlie McQuillan finished eighth. Uh, Kayla finished fourth. Charlie finished eighth, and Charlie finished off with a seventy eight. And she's a tenth grader. I mean, heck of a performance. And and then my daughter came through with a solid 82 or 83 the last day. And, uh, you know, everybody just uh, day one, we were leading, but mm-hmm. they all felt they could do better, and yep. they did. So we really felt good going into day two because everybody, although we still had a nice lead day one, everyone felt, boy, we didn't play our best. So I just really felt good about day two, and they just kept the pedal down the whole week. Is there something about putting on the blue and white that just gives you uh, the, the players a little confidence? Because Kindred is, is putting together quite the tradition in golf. It's for sure. I mean, it's a, it takes a community to get a state championship, and I just think with all the other sports too, winning in Kindred, everyone just has that confidence, and they want to do it. They want to beat the next guy. I mean, there's just kind of a winning attitude in Kindred right now, and it's it's just awesome to be a part of. Uh, everyone just, uh, like I say, has got that feeling before we even start that we got to get it done. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Avery, I mean, the potential is just uh, enormous, but I don't, I mean, you don't want to put so much pressure on a young girl either. Uh, you know, how do, how do you take her game or how does she take her game uh, to the next level and the next level? Well, again, she's young and I think she needs to stay well-rounded. She still likes to play basketball. She's doing basketball camp this summer. And mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, staying well-rounded, don't put everything into golf, do the other things you enjoy doing and Boy, when it comes her time to get on the golf course, when I go talk to her, she's always got a smile on her face. Mm -hmm. She's always just having fun out there. And if she can keep that mentality, just enjoying the game and not making it work, just making it fun and stay well-rounded. Don't, don't give up on basketball. Don't give up on some of the other things you enjoy to do just to do golf. Stay, stay well-rounded and, and, and enjoy the game. Hitting 16 straight greens in regulation at one point. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it is, and and like I say, she's got her sticks on the range, and she's got her club. She's hitting between those two sticks, and it's just one after another after another, and she's got that swing so great in grain that uh, it, it's just fun to even watch on the range. She she's just so impressive. Some of the other teammates just sat behind her and watched her just practice, mm-hmm. and I just feel like uh, you know she's got a, a golf IQ that's off the charts. I mean she's. She knows how to hit shots out of tough lies, uh, you know, uphill lies, downhill lies. She just knows the game at her age better than I've ever seen. Mike, before I let you go, the owner-operator of Leonard Country Club, give us a, uh, an update on Leonard and how the season's going. Doing great. You know, this heat has been tough to deal with. Uh, right before you called me, I was just doing some watering out on the course, trying to keep things green here in the sand hills. And- mm-hmm. So far, we're keeping up, but uh, no, we got a lot of events starting to come back after COVID. It's nice to see the uh, the group outings come back, um, and and we've got that new banquet center that's really been good. So uh, rain or shine, we can always do events in our uh, event center, and like I say, seeing these things come back, uh, really nice. And uh, we got a busy summer lined up. We got a lot of tournaments, and everything's on our website at leonardcc.com. We've got. Uh, several club sponsored tournaments and uh, a lot of group events. Did you find that COVID was better than you thought going into it last summer because the golf industry is really on an upsurge? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think with people having more time on their hands and being at home, some of the other sports weren't playing. Golf is one of the few things you could actually do and still social distance. Mm-hmm. And we saw a lot of new faces, new people taking up the game that uh, never really played before. And, Obviously, playing all summer, they got a little better at it, and uh, now we still see them back. I mean, they're you know they found a sport that was they were able to do during COVID, and they've kind of stuck with it. So yeah, I mean, in general, rounds played are really good. Mm-hmm. Aside from losing the events and company outings, the uh, the rounds played were excellent. Did you find balancing coaching and running a golf course uh, pretty time consuming? Yeah, it's difficult, and uh, you know, it's my daughter's senior year, Elena, and yep. I wanted to at least coach till she graduated. I'd never get those years back, nope. so I just made a commitment. Uh, my wife, my son, uh, Angie, and Cody kind of stepped up here at the course while I had to be gone. Um, other guy, Devin, just really did a good job here at the club to take care of time here while I was gone, mm-hmm. but again, I never get those years back from my daughter, and I just made a commitment to doing it. Um, unfortunately, with Class B going to the fall season now, starting right away in August, I do have to step down, and uh, Avery's dad, Corey Bartell, will be taking over for okay. the girls, because um, we'll be starting right away here in August um, right. with Class B going to fall golf. Right. Mike, thanks as usual. Congratulations again on going out on top. That's, uh, that's really cool stuff. 
thanks. Yeah, it's a good way. I don't want to be one of those old boxers and keep fighting until I'm all washed up. So. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, have a good summer, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for the call, Jay. Yep. appreciate it. That was Mike Polchinski going out on top as the Kindred Head Girls coach. Congratulations to Mike. That'll do it for this edition of the Golf Show. Again, thanks for Joel Vettel. Remember, rogermarisweek.com is a website. Thanks to the Fargo Grove Trio of Dan Martinson, Grayson Wetch, and Scott Baining. This is Jeff Kolpak. Until next week, hit them straight. Thanks for listening to The Golf Show with Jeff Kolpak on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? Presented to you by Michelob Ultra. Also brought to you by Fargo Park District Public Golf Courses, Forest Hills, Moorhead Parks, Wildflower Golf Course, and Austed's Golf. Join us next Saturday from 10 to 11 a.m. for another edition of The Golf Show with Jeff Kolpak on The Fan.